Let's crack a lagging, motherfuckers. This portion of the Sean Boyles podcast is brought to you by the Anchor app. The Anchor app is how this podcast is even possible. A very easy editing tool makes it so dummies like me can do a podcast very easily. You can do it on a laptop. You can do it on your phone. When I first started doing this podcast, I talked into my phone like I was taking just fucking notes. Like I was doing verbal notes. And I was talking to my phone. Now um, I got a microphone. It's the only difference in a mixer and some other stuff. But you don't need all that shit. You can just talk into the phone. Go to anchor.fm and download the free app and start a podcast for yourself today for free. And uh, if you do it right, you can make money. Zero. Um, You don't have to have a huge audience to make money you can make money out of the kindness of the hearts of the tens of people that might listen to your podcast so go to anchor.fm download the free app and get started today doing a podcast yo it'll be fun also i have to say Sean Boyle's podcast does not have rights to music heard here on the podcast. Alright? I said it. Three episodes have been taken down because of music. Fuck them. I'm doing this shit anyway. Can't fucking stop me from doing it. Goddamn thing. You dirty mother. The Sean Boyles Podcast. Goddamn right. Music, comedy, drums, life, burrito, burrito, burrito. Oh, I haven't had a burrito in a while. Mmm, burritos. I like burritos. Big fan. Big, big fan. Uh, I'm doing a job out in Dublin. I used to live in this town, Dublin. It's basically the next town over from Castro Valley. Over some hills. Uh, and I, um, I'm i working really close to um, this uh, spot that I used to really love to hit, Los Pericos. And I went in there yesterday. I said I haven't had a burrito in a while. And I fucking lied because I totally had a burrito yesterday. <laughs> Got myself a wet burrito. Burrito mojado con salsa verde. Por favor, pollo salo. Grilled chicken, uh, green, green sauce, wet burrito. Fucking delicious. I only ate half of it, though. Trying, trying so hard to fucking cut back on the... Just the horrific amount of food that I eat in one sitting. Um, it's just, uh, it's just a terrible scene. Um, I eat fucking too much. In fact, the wife made me breakfast this morning. She always makes me, you know, a couple eggs, a couple strips of bacon, gives me a tortilla. I usually throw everything into the tortilla, wrap it up and, um, put it down my gullet and go on with the day. Today, she (laughs) kind of stopped and said, um, 
You need to slow down <laughs> your eating. Ah, <laughs> uh, maybe I ate it a little fast. Maybe I put it in the fa in my mouth really fast, and I was chewing and chewing fast and swallowing fast and. So um. I guess you gotta chew. I don't know if that's a fucking thing. Chewing. Fucking stupid. Totally. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, anyway, we'll do the normal shit as we usually do. We got some earworms. We got some reactions. We got fucking news. We got whatever we got. Uh, news. What do we got in the news? Uh, there was stuff in the news. Uh, but first, um. Last week, uh, I forgot to mention I, I did. I mentioned that I hit two open mics on on not this past Monday, but the Monday before. Uh, but I wanted to go into like the significance of those two mics because um, there was some uh, miles to be put on the old car uh, to do those two mics. So uh, there is an open mic in San Francisco that's been running for a very long time at a place called Mutiny Radio. And um, the open mic signups are usually just balls early on a Monday during the week in San Francisco. And it's hard for me to get out there in time to sign up. And she's been doing pre-sign-ups. So this is Pan Benjamin's place. Mutiny Radio is a uh, it's like an internet, uh, internet radio station. And uh, she kind of runs like 24-7. She's got all kinds of shit going on. And... Um, I don't even know what the fucking address is, uh, what the website is that you could check it out. But uh, she does a cool thing, and it's like a free sort of scenario. And um, the comics sort of pay a little bit to do the open mic. I've never done the open mic in uh, in the now five years I've been doing comedy. I just celebrated my fifth year anniversary um, on uh, Monday or Tuesday. And uh, I've never done that open mic. I've been there. I did a podcast with a guy there, hella creepy late at night, and um, with uh, with another comic, one David Stolowitz, and I don't even remember the name of his podcast or what he was doing there, but uh, Stolowitz is a very weird character in the Bay Area comedy scene, the open mic circuit, uh, very strange guy, he's been banned from a few mics for doing fucking, I don't know, tripping balls and doing acid and doing crazy shit at an open mic and pissing people off. Anyway, um, I did, so I did a podcast with a guy. <laughs> and um, had a good talk, you know what I mean? He had some cool questions or whatever. Anyway, but that was at Mutiny Radio. That was the only time I've been there. Uh, and I had never met Pam Benjamin either, the, 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 the woman that runs the place. Um, but uh, I finally met her actually at the open mic that's here in Castro Valley that's happening every Thursdays. And uh, she came out here to do that. Uh, what I didn't know was that she doesn't drive, so I booked her on one of my shows coming up in Dublin, and I had to actually book another comic to make sure that Pam's got a ride to the fucking gig. Uh, anyway, um, I finally did her open mic, and it's kind of cool because they'll actually critique your your um, your comedy. So you do um, you know you do your five or seven minutes or whatever it is, and uh, She's in a little booth, like she's running a fucking radio station, and she'll actually get on the mic and say, "Hey, you know that joke you did about this? That was cool. And, you know, you got, you know, hey, maybe you could add this tag to this, or 
you know, maybe explore this a little bit more. Why is, you know, why is that, you know, so it's sort of helpful. I, again, I had never done the mic before and I didn't even know that there was a, a feedback section for the thing. And then, uh, I hightailed it out of there. Uh, fortunately, I went up pretty early in the lineup, and then I was able to drive from San Francisco all the way to San Jose to do Pete Munoz's um, uh, open mic that's at Vito's Pizza. So I went from San Francisco to San Jose uh, two two weeks ago, or a week and a half ago, whatever, when my wife was out of town so I could do the comedies at, uh, and do a couple more open mics more than I usually do. So, But, it, you know. I ended up going last at Vito's, and there was pretty much nobody there except for, you know, like three other comics. And we just bullshit. I just got on the mic and said, hey, how you been, man? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> you know, didn't even do any jokes. But um, but it was cool. However, in San Francisco at that open mic uh, at Mutiny Radio, um, my online nemesis, Mean Dave, was at that mic. Uh, he had actually had went up first, and I was – trying to find parking when uh, I guess he was on and um, we're bullshitting out on the curb and uh, he's looking at um, well he's looking at a vest that I was wearing I had a vest on had a leather vest that my wife had got me for Christmas two Christmases ago and I have adorned adorned I've sewn a bunch of patches a bunch of band patches on this vest. And uh, it's a leather vest, and I got patches on it. I'm wearing a sweatshirt underneath it. And uh, and he is having a problem with my vest. Now, Dave has a. Dave thinks I'm a poser. And the only reason why he thinks I'm a poser because I did a band that he thought was whack in the fucking late 90s doing a kind of music that he doesn't like. So he thought I was jumping on a trend of the time and that I jump on trends musically and I'm a big fucking poser. So wearing this vest with all these fucking bands on it, he pointed at the vest and he says, Scorpions. And there's a significance on why that is a thing and what he did. Okay, I mentioned last week or maybe two weeks ago about uh, watching um, that black metal documentary and then watching a movie based on that black metal scene in Norway in the early to mid-80s. There is a scene in that movie where uh, the, the main guy's name is Euronymous, Am I saying that right? I might be saying that wrong. Euronymous has a sort of click, and he owns this fucking record store selling all the evil, evil, or whatever. Fucking crazy music that nobody can get a hold of. And he kind of judges how cool you are by what you buy. Um, They're at a pizza place after a gig, and this kid comes up to him and says he really likes what he's doing, and I really like the influence from these bands. And he names all, drops all these fucking cool, obscure bands that the band was actually influenced by. But he's wearing a jacket, and he's got patches on his jacket, but he's got like a Van Halen patch, and he's got a Scorpions patch. And the guy points to the Scorpions patch and basically makes the point that that guy's a poser because he likes these other bands, 
and he's not the true fucking evil into the cool shit like they are. So me and Dave sees my vest and it's I admittedly it's looking a little kind of brand newish and for whatever reason you can't have brand new shit in fucking the heavy metal world. If you're wearing brand new clothes, you're fucking stupid. Um, but he points at it and he says, Scorpions. I happen to had watched that movie the night before. So that scene was fresh in my mind. And of course, it's a scene, even though it's based on like a true story, it's a scene that was probably made up just for the movie anyway. So now this fucker, Mean Dave, has he made a post on Facebook of a scorpion's patch that he had somebody else fucking buy for whatever fuck reason. And now there's this, like, between a very small group of people, a thing of, oh, you know, oh, we got your scorpion's patch. I hope you got a fucking spot on your vest. Meanwhile, I fucking love the scorpions. I have no problem with the scorpions. However because of a scene that was possibly made up where the scorpions were sort of the butt of a joke in the fucking movie, this guy, Mean Dave, is going to use that as some sort of fire like to, to, to further prove the point that I'm a poser, which is ridiculous. And in this small little world that he lives in that he feels has merit. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up and, 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 and seemingly having a problem with it, which I don't really have a problem. The only problem I have is that there is nothing wrong with the Scorpions, first of all. They were a fucking great rock band from Germany that had hits. They had great songs, great players. A guy in a fucking movie made fun of a kid that had a patch trying to say that the guy wasn't the fucking real deal. And now he's using... I just It's just... It, he's basing all of his fucking, you know, holier-than-thou bullshit. And the guy fucking takes screenshots of everything he sees on Facebook or social media. So he has it as some sort of fucking fuel and fire to fucking get gotcha moments on people. He's such a fucking petty, petty fucking dickhead sometimes you know what i mean it's it, i don't understand the need to be so petty and the need like and again it feels like i'm super bothered by it but he is reveling in the fact that he thinks calling me a poser is bothering of me and it it couldn't be any further from the truth i've been playing fucking music and playing in bands long before that fucker even tried to even start playing an instrument you know, and, and his fucking three or four or ten fucking very short-lived, couldn't keep it together, whatever fuck bands that he was doing that nobody has fucking heard of, I can give a shit. They were so underground that fucking three people know who the fuck the bands are that Mean Dave played in. And he's not even doing music anymore. He's got, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, but he's so critical. And it's like he's the coolest guy in the room all the time. And if anybody is sort of fucking insecure about needing to be the cool guy, it's fucking that guy. Because as soon as you call him out on some shit, he flies off the fucking handle and he can't he can't handle it. You know what I mean? It, it's really, really ridiculous. 
Um, anyway, Mutiny Radio open mic on Mondays is really cool, and it's a staple of Bay Area comedy. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm I'm bummed that I don't get to fucking hit it at all. Like I said, in five years, it's the fucking first time I did it. Uh, but anyway, that really great critique of my comedy and said I had some good solid material. And it's a weird crowd too. There's a lot of you know the Sanford the, the comics that stay in San Francisco that don't leave San Francisco and don't get fucking booked on any other shows except for a handful, you know, just only in the city shows. They have a fucking air about them like they fucking like they know comedy and you know if you're coming from anywhere else, if you're not doing comedy in San Francisco, you're not fucking a real comic. And it's really fucking stupid because there's cats fucking all over the Bay Area that even never even go to San Francisco that crush these fucking guys in, in the city that think they're fucking these highbrow, you know, know what they're talking about and no comedy in and out, you know, sticks, just fucking stick in the ass type people. You know what I mean? I went, dude. I didn't even, I didn't even hold the mic nowhere near my face because Mutiny Radio is so small that you don't really need a microphone. And then I realized, well, fuck, this kind of got to go through the microphone because it gets broadcast <laughs> on a fucking internet radio station. And I was holding the mic like down by my chest while I was yelling my fucking jokes at the, the, I don't know, seven or eight people that are actually inside, and then of shit ton of comics out on the sidewalk fucking carrying on and talking and doing whatever. Anyway. Um Yeah, um So no, it was cool. It was uh but the thing with Dave is just it's ridiculous and it's always ridiculous with him and uh he lives in this very special Dave only world and um and half the like half of his posts are like I don't even understand what he's talking about, you know what I mean? He's so into movies that his little insight on a fucking movie is so just nobody knows like nobody knows what he's talking. And like you can't post on Facebook and get mad for people commenting on your post. He's just he's a very weird and you know most of the time, like ninety eight percent of the time when I'm hanging out with a dude, we're laughing, we're fucking cool. Once in a while he fucking needs to remind everybody that his name is Mean Dave, and it's kind of silly. It's like he's 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 definitely given himself a way to um, be shitty to people or say things. Of course, he says he's just being honest. It's it's he he's 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 set up a nice little world for himself where he can be shitty to people and get away with it. Uh, and if he ever hears this, he's gonna be really really fucking pissed. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else ridiculous shit happened this week. Um, oh, fucking Caitlyn Jenner is going to run for governor. Um, I don't know if I talked about this. I feel like I did, but you know, I don't know. Can she transform California? I said it. It's a stupid thing. She just don't fucking bother. I didn't realize she was that old. She's 71. Well, I mean, whatever. The vessel that she is living in is 71. Caitlyn Jenner is probably not actually 71. Right? That's a new new thing. 
How do are you the age of the body that you're in? Why can't you just why can't you why can't you transition your age? Why can't you be, you know, you just, you know, you're telling everybody you're a new gender and we all got to abide by that. Why why can't we tell people we're a new age? Why can't I identify as a fucking 15-year-old? Um and why can't we transition why why is gender okay? which seems like the way bigger hurdle than trying to, oh, I don't know, let's, uh, why can't we transition race? Why can't, you know, why can't I identify as a Korean woman? You know, why can't I, you know, well, I don't want to do that. My wife would hate me. Uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been doing a bit talking about the the Asian hate stuff and how, um, how, um, <laughs> you know, you want to stop that hate, but, you know, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> I did it tonight at an open mic. And um, <laughs> this Vietnamese woman was there and she laughed her fucking tits off. She thought it was really, really funny. Um, but uh, <laughs> but that's how it goes with the with the Asians. You want us to stop hating them? They fucking hate themselves. Um I was listening to a podcast, uh, a couple of different ones, and the same sort of topic came up in both things, and not not in not in the sense this topic came up that like these two podcasts or or whatever were talking about the same thing, but they had mentioned something in each of them in different ways and in different sort of subject, you know, that made me realize that. Both were talking about something that they were really, really stoked on. Two different things. It wasn't even the same thing that they were stoked on. You know, one podcast was talking about one thing, another podcast was talking about another thing. But their level of excitement and happiness, you know, it was they were kind of talking about some material type stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, I was able to get this thing, and they were really happy about getting this thing. And the other one was like, oh, dude, I got you this gift you know, for your birthday, uh, you know, I thought it would be cool. Here's this, you know, and the guy was stoked. You know what I mean? So like I started thinking about how, you know, they say, you know, money can't buy happiness and that the more money, you know, more money, more problems. And I can't, I don't know, maybe because I've never had money. Um, in any money that I have had, it has fucking disappeared quick because some catastrophe happened, you know, minor or otherwise that I've had to throw money at to try to fix a thing. So it would seem like to me the way I've always been living that having money would solve so many of my fucking problems. You know, I owe a lot of money. To various things. And if I start thinking about it, it bums me out and stresses me out. So I don't think about it. I put it in the back of my mind. I fucking put it in a little drawer and I close the drawer and I fucking pull the curtain. And I don't think about the shit. And it doesn't bother me anymore because I don't think about it. And I'm never going to fucking pay the shit. (laughs) But if I had money and I could pay it off. And just be happy that I've gotten rid of another thing that was stressing me out. I would be happy. Now, overall, 
I'm pretty happy. I have a fucking pretty cool, um, pretty cool life. It's not, I mean, I got to work my ass off to, uh, keep a fucking nose above water so that I could breathe, but it's, you know, I, I, my health is okay. I have a great relationship with my wife. Uh, I don't have too many things that are fucking wearing on me. I'm pretty fucking happy overall. Happier than I have been. In fact, I didn't realize that I wasn't happy um, until I got really happy. With that said, I think if I had some more fucking money, I'd be even happier. You know? <laughs> you know, the, the, the ability to spend money kind of willy-nilly sounds pretty fucking awesome. Sounds like a good time can be had if I could just throw money at it. If some crazy shit went down and I got in trouble, fucking throw money at it. The problem goes away. I the more money, more problems. Think I don't see how that is a thing. You know, you got what? Because you got more taxes you got to pay, or 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 you got fucking dickheads coming. I don't have any dickheads coming out of the woodwork. They're gonna hit me up for money if I ever came into money. And if I ever came into money, I'm not fucking telling anybody that I came into money. I'm just gonna fucking throw the money at shit and just. You know, like, I'd be able to put more money into my art shit, into stand-up, into fucking podcast, into making music. Throw money at it. Get bigger and better and more awesome equipment to get shit done that my little creative brain wants to get done. You know, being able to do more art shit because I got money and not worry about fucking needing to make it back because, of, you know, from the art, which brings me to a whole nother point. Like, I don't understand um, I don't understand anybody doing art for any other reason than art's sake. Like, people literally do shit either music or singing or, or, or podcasts or uh, you know, making music or whatever they're doing for the monetary gain. Um, and I'm going to, so I, uh, my ex, my ex from, uh, years ago, uh, her, um, her ex and the father of her younger, uh, her youngest daughter is, a uh, a, a hip hop producer from Oakland. This cat, EA Ski. EA Ski is a uh, Oakland uh, hip-hop producer. Uh, he has been dubbed the Dre of the Bay, as in Dr. Dre. He doesn't have near the fucking ability that Dr. Dre uh, does. Um, but he's done some cool shit. He had a song on a fucking... He had a song on a movie soundtrack. I think the Friday soundtrack, maybe. He had a song on there. Um, was it Friday? I forget. 
Anyway, he's had some super minor, minor. If you're a Bay Area, like, hip-hop head, you know who the dude is. Um, but I, I, I remember having a conversation with him at one point. This was years ago. And he was asking me about the kind of music that I do. And I was telling him, you know, it's loud, aggressive, you know, super heavy, you know, not a big fan base. And, you know, pretty, you know. Pretty much doing music for music's sake, you know. He's like, okay. Well, what kind of bands you listen to? You know, what you know? Who are these bands? You know, I go. That's nobody you ever heard of. It's you know, cats that are barely famous. You know, you know. In fact, my favorite. You know, I told I told him straight out. I go. In fact, my favorite band. Um, they all got day jobs. And he's he said what? I said yeah. You know, it's it. You know, they. They don't make enough money from the music that they do, so they all have to have day jobs. And then he said, "He's also why do you even? Why would anybody make music if they're not going to make money doing it?" And that fucking blew me away. Why would you do music if you can't make any money from it? I don't know. Maybe because you really like fucking music. Like it didn't make any fucking sense to me. Where he was coming from. Like, dude makes a living doing music. And he's doing it, you know, and he's been doing it for a long time. I got to give dude credit. He, he he makes a living producing beats and selling beats. You know, I know a little more insight on it. I know he's done some shady, shady shit. Made some shady deals. He'll get signed to a major record, record label uh, to produce doesn't produce and then ends up fucking trying to sue the fucking record company. Dude's fucking dude has figured out a loophole in the system that has kept him from uh, ever getting a regular job. Um, But just if you're going to, you know, again, if I had the money to just throw money at art, it'd be fucking amazing. And I could probably do better art. You know what I mean? But the money would have to be there first, you know what I mean? You know, or my art would have to make the money and then I can just kind of put it back in. But it's that's not the point of wanting to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? I, I got an idea and I just fucking try to do it the best way I can. And never once because to me, if you let money be the reason why you're doing an art. You're not going to do pure art. You're going to do art that is um, molded or, 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 or catered to people. Because you're going to try to figure out what everybody likes. And you can try to make an art that you think is going to sell. So that's not necessarily art that's coming from you in a pure you know, mind, body, and soul fucking... Um, expression you know like you're not fully expressing who you really are because you're worried about if this is going to sell or not so that's not that's not pure art that's some fucking horse shit that you're trying to make a dollar off of you know what i mean uh so to me i much rather make the music that i want to make Regardless if somebody fucking calls me a poser for it, 
it doesn't matter to me because I like doing it. I've said it many times on here before. I do what I do because I like to do it. Worrying about success in the thing that you're doing is not going to help you um, realize what realize what you want to say through your art. If you're catering to this idea that it needs to sell, it's uh, it's silly to me. It's very very silly to me. It doesn't make sense. I don't know why anybody would think that way. It's uh, it's fucking it's goofy sauce. It's fucking goofy. I don't get it. I don't get it. Art for art's sake. I think it's just more important. Um, I I think you will be happier as a person doing whatever the fuck you want, regardless of what anybody thinks, because you have done this your way, you know? And if it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. Do something else. You know, if it's a, if it's such a tortured struggle to do a thing, stop, you know, because if, because if it's your true passion of what you want to do, it will make you happy regardless of monetary gains. Of course, you know, I could be completely full of shit. And the other thing, so I actually follow EA Ski on um, on the Instagram, and um, he made a post. He got he got people pissed at him too, and he often says shit to sort of stir the pot. Uh, he's a very religious man. He um, always quoting Bible shit and you know thinking, oh, this group of people the, the people don't have Jesus in their life. That's why they're doing what they're doing. Um, he dissed the. Um, there's a lot of footage about the uh, the DMX funeral or procession or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if you you know DMX uh, passed away a few weeks back and um, New York fucking. The Rough Riders, you know, they uh, came out with their bikes and fucking had his casket in a giant four by four. And they fucking drove through New York and all the Rough Riders on their bikes were following the casket and and doing their wheelies and stunting everywhere and doing the whole thing. And it was a I don't know, it looked like a city showing love to me, though, kind of like. A, a, a brand and a lifestyle that he sort of cultivated. And uh, EAC goes, I, I, I didn't think that was right. That, sh- that shit looked demonic to me. And then everyone was like, kind of, you know, like, yo, you know, this is like, you know, that's what he would have wanted. You know what I mean? Like, this is his friend showing love. And and he then he said, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just how it made me feel. First of all, Having a funeral and showing respect for somebody and 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 celebrating the dude's life, your opinion on how you feel about it does not fucking matter. It doesn't matter even in the fucking slightest. Giving up your opinion on what you thought about how people were uh, honoring somebody in the past, it doesn't fucking matter how you feel about it. Especially if you're not even a fan of the dude. Or if you're just going to, you know, talk shit. You know what I mean? I have many times made a f- 
fucked up joke about somebody that passed away. Just trying to make a joke, not fucking trying to diss the dude or be disrespectful. Just making a fucking stupid joke, you know? And people have gotten mad at me and they come at me like, I right, do. That's not cool, man. I was a big fan of that guy, blah, 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 blah. And you know, I'm not fucking dissing anybody, but sometimes, you know, if if some if if your name is Hooky, say your name's Hooky, you're, you're Hooky, and I'm I man, I'm a big fan of Hooky. <coughs> Hooky passed away because he got fucking a hook stuck in his fucking neck, and it tore his fucking. What's the fucking big vein in your neck? Your your um. Oh, the one that pumps the blood to your fucking skull, right? You need a hook, and it pulls the vein out, and he bled, he bled out. You know? There's going to be a joke about Hooky getting hooked and fucking dying. I'm sorry. Might be in poor taste. But the guy's name was Hooky. It's a fucking, it's a home run fucking stupid joke. And dude wasn't even trying to make a joke. He just, oh, I just, I didn't, you know, it looked demonic, and that's just how I feel about it. Don't fucking matter how you feel about it. Skeet! It don't matter. It don't fucking matter. Overrated. I haven't done this segment in a while. In fact, I think I've only done it twice in the um in the podcast history, but uh I touched on it a little bit. Talking uh, last uh, last week about that goofy ass movie that I watched, that I couldn't stand. And I think I'm just gonna come out and say I think movies overall are just overrated. I haven't watched a movie in a long time. Where I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, that was a great movie, and been stoked on it, and thought about it afterwards, and you know, had good discussions with my friends about it, and just like. I just don't. I just think that it, the, the, like the 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 hoopla and the fucking the to do that goes into uh, celebrating movie dumb. Uh, I just I I think it's a over it's a overrated. It's fucking overrated. Um, the horse shit that gets produced. The pretentiousness of the people that make movies and the, um, the 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 real fucking hardcore bullshit of the way they pat themselves on the back for especially lately with the fucking Marvel and the DC and the um, taking everything that's been fucking books that have been written or Things that have had, like, nobody's just come up with an original fucking rad story. You know what I mean? It's always based on a book, or it's fucking this, or it's fucking comic book. It's just, I'm just, I'm just not a fucking fan, I don't think, man. I just, there's movies that I see, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll check that out. But I never, like, it just doesn't fucking... None of it fucking really interests me. So I think that shit's overrated. Movies are over-fucking-rated. I don't care. I like some shit. The Star Wars series, fucking great. Lord of the Rings, loved it. 
Lord of the Rings based on a book, though. <laughs> Harry Potters, all about the Harry Potters. Love that series. But if they weren't around, I wouldn't give a fuck. It would like there's no no part of my life. It would I, I wouldn't feel incomplete if those weren't around. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, oh, you know what? I wish there was a something I could watch on a screen and have all kinds of uh, wild stories. And you know, I know there's been some series that I've really you know again though shit based off books. Fucking um, Game of Thrones. Love that shit. Was well, based on a book, you know what I mean? Uh, a series of books, you know what I mean? So that, that there's stuff that I enjoy that's been on film that I've watched, but overall, I could do without it. You know, you ever see that on social media when people post those little pictures? You know, we'll have a picture of say fucking donuts, hot dogs, pizza, and fucking tortilla chips, and they say one of them's got to go. You know, if you put a fucking a four up of something and movies was in there, I'd say movies. I could live my life easily without movies. I just think they're fucking there's some fucking hairy horse shit going on <laughs> with the movies that don't do shit for me. But um, oh whatever. Oh wow. What did I just listen to? Let's do it. Let's fucking see what's out there in the world. Um, I think we're doing the number seven song in the country, I think is what we're doing. Um, A little side note. um, A couple of podcasts that I listen to have expressed how they are in trouble for the same shit I'm in trouble with. Uh, intellectual properties. Um, big, big time, big time, big time music guys, big time music companies are, um, you know, this one podcast I listen to, they're saying that they're all their, all their fucking whole back catalog has been taken off the internet completely. And nowhere you can find um, their old episodes because of uh, intellectual property uh, infringements. And this is a very playful, fun podcast. Uh, it's uh, um, fuck. What's the dude's name? Uh, Ross Matthews. If you know, if you've ever watched uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Ross Matthews is also often a judge on there. Uh, I believe he was found by. Was he found by Leno? He was on like the Tonight Show when Leno and I don't even know how he ended up on there. I don't know if he or did Ellen find him. Somehow, and he's like pretty flamboyant, gay, hell of funny, just a funny fucking dude. Says wild shit. He's hilarious on fucking Drag Race. And his podcast is funny as shit. And he's got a, you know, he's got his own little thing and his little cast of characters that are on there. And and uh, it's it, it's just, I think it's called Straight Talk, which is hilarious because the dude's fucking on fire, fucking gay, like unicorns and glitter and shit gay. Like, he is hella gay. and uh, But he's hilarious. And I can give a shit what fucking body part you like to stick wherever you want to stick it. 
doesn't matter to me. Uh, but, you know, a flamboyant gay dude is funny as fuck. That's all there is to it. And this dude's hilarious. But he was going on, you know, and they'll play songs all the time and they, you know, do parodies of songs and just play background music. And, oh, I love this fucking song. And they, you know, have their little gay wiener touching party disco dance offs or whatever the fuck they're doing. And they have a good time. But, um, but the fucking, <laughs> their, uh, whatever their, um, uh, podcast is part of a conglomerate and, they had to pull all their shit down. So I'm saying they're fucking cracking down from what they were saying in in uh, in a in a recent episode where they didn't play any music uh, except for these little funny parodies that they've you know that uh, listeners have uh, submitted or 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 they have produced themselves. Um, they were saying that um, you know they were cracking down, and so. And I've read a little blurb about it that these giant, and it, it's crazy too because it's giant music companies that are going after everybody and anybody that is using music without their permission. Um, but yet Spotify don't fucking pay artists, and Spotify is the one that is making people take music down when. They provide a fucking, like I said before, when I edit my podcast, if I edit it, which I hardly ever do, there is an option that says add music, anything in the Spotify library. And I want to know, I kind of want to just throw one of those songs in there added from the Spotify library and see if I, in fact, get hammered for some intellectual property infringements when they fucking offered add music to your podcast. Um, anyway, so uh, but this is the section of my podcast where I get in trouble for doing just that. And this week we're going to do a song called uh, "Astronaut in the Ocean" by an artist named Masked Wolf. That's a that's an interesting name. Masked Wolf. That doesn't roll off the tongue very easy. Masked Wolf. Like, you could say that and and, and it's going to get mis... Like, you're going to have... You say, hey, what's, what's the name of this band you listen to? What's the name of this artist? Masked Wolf. Uh, wait, what, what, is, what was that? What? Masked Wolf. Ma- ma- it's, it's just... it's. It's not something that rolls off the tongue, and it's not something that's readily available in someone's mind. You know what I mean? Not that a band or an artist name needs to have, like, but it should be palatable, right? You know, it's like those black metal bands. Speaking of black metal, they their 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 band logos look like a bunch of fucking, you know, tree branch trimmings all in a pile. You can't decipher, and on purpose they make it so you can't decipher. What the fuck the name of the band is, which is sort of counterintuitive because you would think, you know, that's your band logo is your advertisement for people being into your shit. But then again, if you're being artistic and this is the art you want to do, you know, dude, I heard of this band. I fucking I can't I wish I could remember what they were called. Um, 
this was so bands doing their demo or do, doing music on cassette tape is sort of like a thing again and you know it's a little bit niche but it's it it is a thing you know like you know send away for a cassette tape especially in the hardcore scene um or or um you know do metal bands or whatever well not necessarily do metal bands cuz it's too it, the songs are too long and you can't put that shit on <laughs> but grindcore was doing that for a while um it was just cool to have a cassette tape and 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 you know and you know who who even has a cassette player to play a fucking cassette tape you know what I mean? but i had heard about this band that they didn't have a website they didn't have any online present at, uh presence at all the only way you could get anything from the band was to snail mail, actually write them a letter requesting and sending them money to get a tape. And um, they would only, they didn't sell tapes. They didn't even do shows. They didn't sell tapes at shows because they didn't do shows, didn't have any online presence. They had no way to hear their music unless you sent them money uh, and then they would send you a tape. And nobody even, they were just telling me about this band. Nobody knew what this band sounded like. Nobody, But that was like, that's what they did. And so to have a name like Masked Wolf kind of sounds like they might have fucking tapes that you can only get. But that's not the case because this shit's online and it's another number seven song in the country this week. And let's react to uh, Astronaut in the Ocean by Masked Wolf. I'm going to stop it right now. Right now, it's really unpredictable where this song is going to go because there's that noise in the beginning. You're that little static thing. And then a little little melodic little tune. And a guy came in and said a little something that sounded sort of hip-hop-y, but yet that little musical thing that was happening, reminiscent of some maybe Nine Inch Nails kind of vibe, and with a name like Masked Wolf and an astronaut in the ocean, who knows where this shit can go? Uh, I got a little picture right here that I'm seeing, and it's like he's a, it's an astronaut, and he's standing in what looks like the 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 the, the ocean. Ooh, heavy, heavy shit. Let's check this. Let's see what's going on here. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb? You can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much. Put that shit in slow motion. Never mind. Fuck you, masked wolf. Why can't I stop it? Jesus, fucking 808 hi hats, 808 bass, 808 snare, auto tune on the voice. Fuck you. I'm not even listening to the rest of it. I'm not even listening to the rest of this song. They can suck my dick. It's I'm fucking so over that same fucking sound, same tempo, same sound. They put the vocoder on the voice, make it sound like he's swallowing his tongue. It's just fuck, 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 fuck. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> just fucking dumb, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. Um, rate, review, subscribe, all the fucking shit that you do. Donate the podcast if you want to. You can do that through the Anchor.fm app. 
Sean Boyle's podcast and uh, send me money if you want to, but you don't have to, and I'm not begging for it, although money would make me happier. Um, <laughs> Still working on the hip-hop song. Still uh, working on getting the guests. I got fucking two cats I want to talk to. And uh, it's just uh, schedules have not been lining up. Although I haven't pushed very hard to get these cats on. Um, in fact, one, a third one I haven't even talked to since the first time I fucking asked him if he wanted to come on. And he was super stoked to do it. We just haven't been able to do it. Anyway, um Earworm of the week this week uh, is might be my favorite song from this group. Um, it's a tough one because there's a lot of fucking amazing songs for this group, and uh, this one there's various parts of this song that get stuck in my head on a loop. Um, one of them right here in the intro. There's this little uh, what we call a turnaround. So you have your riff, and then you have a little ending of the riff that's maybe, you know, as the riff's going and you hear the riff, the riff might repeat a couple times, and then you throw in this little fucking curveball in the riff, and then you go back to the riff, right? So you got, you know, one time through the riff, two times through the riff, three times through the fourth time through the riff, you maybe only play half the riff, and then you throw the little curveball, and then you go back to the riff the way it was originally. We... We usually call that a turnaround. Not that fucking we have any expert knowings on what the thing <laughs> actually is supposed to be. But uh, we always call it a turnaround. And so I'll get sometimes I get hooked on the turnaround on this fucking song, right? Um, there's a uh, really cool bridge in this song that will get stuck in my head. Um well, is it a bridge or... Yeah, it's a bridge. And then they go into a really elaborate fucking middle part that's like fucking super bridge. Anyway, uh, I present to you Earworm of the Week this week for episode 86. The mighty, mighty, up the fucking irons, Iron Maiden rhyme of the ancient merrier be good keep it dirty i'll see you fuck sticks next week later
lifeless lump. They drop down one by one.
I forgot that that song was like 13 and a half minutes long. Fuck Stanton Avenue. <laughs>